Thank you so much for joining us for this week's message from Real Life Community, where we talk about connecting with God and others, growing in Christ-likeness, and sharing God's life with the world. My name is Sarah Comer, and I serve each week as Connections Pastor, making sure that you know that there is a God and a community that loves you and wants to go through the seasons of life with you. You can find us at reallifecommunity.org, and we would love to meet you on Facebook or Instagram. Until then, we hope this message meets you right where you are and helps you know just how deep the Father's love is for you. You guys didn't know it, but you're going to be involved in the service today. Yay! Wait, what? Did somebody see Wait, what? It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, Speaking of, give an extra hand for Zach and Emma for being up on the stage today. They're our youth part of the band. You guys did amazing. Um, So normally on Back to School Sunday, we have this big thing, and it's just awesome, and we pray over the kids, and we're all touching each other, and we can't do that. So I still wanted to take a moment and recognize um, our kids that are promoting from kids to youth, even though I know that the two that are here today (coughs) have been kind of already involved in the youth group for the summer, and I know you guys have already been enjoying yourselves, but I still like to give a little something to you guys as you move forward to the sixth grade. So Tristan and Alana, could you guys come up here just real quick for me? Yay! You're about to start middle school. Middle school is so fun. <laughs> um, so, but this year, of course, middle school is going to look even different, uh, more different for you guys. So I just want you to know that I'm praying for you all, and I got you some books that will hopefully help a little bit with your spiritual development as you move forward um, from children into teenagers. And we're so um, excited for you guys, and I'm just loving to see you guys be involved in the youth group and everything, so um, I hope and pray that these will be blessings in your life, okay? So, love you guys. You can sit back down. Thank you, guys. (coughs) Okay, so today we are talking about uncertainty, because I thought, and so did Jesus, that this is a really good thing to talk about today, Um, because we're all living in it in one huge way or another. Lots of uncertainty going on. So, first thing I need you to do is check under your chairs or the tissue boxes if you are in a, at a table and you might find an envelope. Don't open it. Don't you dare open it yet. Uh-huh. Oh, well, there's another one. Look under that chair. Okay. Y'all find some stuff? What could it be? No, no, I don't know. So what's on your envelope? Question marks. Question marks, okay? There's question marks on your envelope. So just hold on to those, and we're going to get back to those later, okay? You guys get to sit and just wander for a few minutes, okay? Because we're talking about uncertainty today, so I thought this would be the perfect little object lesson to kind of get us going with that. Right now, we are in quite the time of uncertainty, aren't we? Now, it's more in our face with COVID, but if you think about it, 
we kind of always live in uncertainty, right? Even without COVID, we don't know what tomorrow's gonna look like either way. That's just where we live. None of us are fortune tellers. We can't see beyond right now. We live in it. For the children's retreat, we taught the kids some big words. We taught them the word justification, salvation, and sanctification. And Pastor Kara from First Church, she taught on sanctification. And it was really neat what she did. She had a bag of stuff that represented different parts of our lives. And she'd pull things out. So she pulled out like trophies, you know, we should give all of our achievements to God. She brought out the Bible, you know, we should be reading our Bible every day. And she kind of talked about sanctification as us eventually giving all of these little parts and pieces of our lives to Jesus fully and trusting him with those things. Well, the last thing that she grabbed out of her bag was a paper sack and it had a question mark on it. And she's like, this represents all the unknowns in our lives. We need to give those to Jesus too. And that was huge to me because right now, other than with the COVID thing, because I'm fully devoted to Jesus, uncertainty is not scary to me. It's exciting to me. Because once we've given it all to him, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. Please trust me. I still worry and I still stress. But at the end of it, I can say, you know what? It's going to be okay. What's God going to do here? I'm going to give you my question marks. What's he going to do? Our God is the God of miracles. He's this huge God that can do anything. So even in the most scary of circumstances, we can still rest in knowing that he is God, he is good, he is certain. We just talked about in staff meeting the other day, he's our only constant. God is the only constant in our lives. He will never stop loving you. He will never stop chasing after you. We talked about his reckless love in that song. He's the only constant we have, COVID or not. It's, it's him, right? <clears throat> so the story I want to talk about today, make sure I'm not moving forward. Okay is a story that you all might be familiar with, and we're not in Mark. I've dodged, I've, I've gone out of Mark for a moment. We're going to be in Luke chapter 24, and it's verses 13 through 35. And this is a story called The Road to Emmaus. So Jesus has died. He's been in the tomb. Talk about some uncertainty. That's probably like the biggest uncertainty in all of history was those three days when Jesus was dead, can you imagine what those disciples were going through? This person that they had followed and learned from and trusted and thought was going to be this big savior was dead for three days. So there's some uncertainty. At least we live on the other side of that, right? So, but that's what has just happened. So, there's a few men, and they're walking along, and they're going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They're talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came and walked with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? 
They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleopas said to him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened here these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and the people. The chief priests and rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it's the third day since all of this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but they didn't find his body. They came and told us that they'd seen visions of angels and who said that he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it, just as the women had said, but did not see Jesus. He said to them, this is Jesus, he says, How foolish are you, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what had been said in all scriptures concerning himself. I wish they would have wrote that down. Every time I read this story, why didn't they write all that down? How cool would that be to hear how Jesus played out from Moses all the way through the prophets? every single thing that was said about him in scripture. Wouldn't that have been so neat to be a part of that conversation? So he just sits there and he's like, look, you should have known. At this point, these men, you know, had the law and the prophets pretty much memorized. So Jesus is just saying, you should have known. Look at all these clues that you've, you've been given. You should have known. As they approached the village, to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he was going to go further, but they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it's nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. In their eyes, then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road? and opened the scriptures to us. That's one of my favorite scriptures. Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? When Jesus is with us, our hearts burn within. Think about that. When we're walking with him and we're talking with him and we're with him, there's this burning, this passion within us when we recognize that he's with us. That's the key. Okay, so that's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. These men are in the middle of the unknown. A very, very scary time for them. What was going to happen next? What was going to happen to all the people who had followed him? Then Jesus just shows up and starts walking with them and talking with them, but they have no idea that it's him. I bet if we all thought about it hard enough, there's been times in our lives where Jesus has tried to show himself to us and we were too blind to recognize it. He's always there. And he's getting frustrated with them and he's like, are you really so slow to believe? Here's everything that's been said about me. And still yet you struggle. Still yet you doubt. And he's still saying that to us today because church 
In this time, we should be shining bright. People should be like, why aren't you terrified? Oh, Jesus is with me. That should be our answer. Jesus is with me. Why should I be afraid? It says 365 times in the Bible, don't be afraid. You guys know that little trivia? One for every day of the year. Don't be afraid. He is with us. Believe that in your heart of hearts, that he is with you, no matter what you're facing. COVID, other horrible things, exciting unknowns. He is with us. He doesn't want us to be stressed. He doesn't want us to be slow to believe. He's like, I'm right here. I'm right here. Okay, so now you guys may open your envelopes. So some of you are going to find that you have scenarios and some of you are going to find that you have scripture. So we're going to practice what just happened in here. These men, their scenario was in their face. They couldn't see the scripture that they should know to cover up that uncertainty. Does that make sense? So if we're a follower of Christ, he wants us to be in his word and he wants us to have it written on our hearts. He says he will send our spirit and he will have it written on our hearts. No longer will it be just this book or just stone tablets, but it'll be written right here. So that when the uncertainties of life come, we can cover it up with something he's said, with his truth. So what I want you guys to do, I know some are not very comfortable speaking in the microphone. Please don't feel obligated. Feel free to pass it to the person next to you. Someone can read more than one. That's perfectly fine. But what I want to do is I first want someone who's willing, who has a scenario, to come up to this mic and read it for us. All right, come here, girl. You have a scenario, not a scripture? Okay. And then everyone that has a scripture, be listening to what she said because I've kind of put them, I've kind of paired them a little bit. Okay, so some of your scriptures will, will go really good with what she's got. So once she speaks, if you think your scripture matches that well, then let me know and we're going to have you come read it next, okay? All right, girly, tell us what you got. I worry all the time. Okay, thank you, sweetie. She, all right, I worry all the time. Who has a good scripture to cover up that? Emma? You were just singing up here, so you can do this. okay. Sorry, I don't know where to put it. Adults and kids, you know yeah. what? Turn all your worries over to him. He cares about you. What? What's the reference? Oh. First Peter 5-7. Beautiful. All right, who wants to go next? You got another one? <laughs> Come on, girl. Oh, it's got to be a scenario. Is it scripture? 
All right, come on, Megan. That Megan, right. <laughs> so be thinking about in your life these scriptures that are spoken. Maybe one of them really speaks to you today. I don't want to wear a mask to school. Okay. What do you think? Anybody got a good scripture to go with that? I don't want to wear a mask to school. Okay, you want to say it from there, or do you want to come up? You can say it from there, or yeah, that way, because we're recording. That's why I did the mic. Come on, Zelfa. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Proverbs 16, 3. Good job. Yes. Tristan? Hmm? Yeah, that's what I need. Come on, you big sixth grader. <laughs> well, I always feel so alone. Okay. What do we got? Somebody got a good one? He said, well, I always feel so alone. Anybody got one about the Lord will be with you? Okay, Ashley. Be strong and brave. Don't be afraid of them. Don't be terrified because then the Lord will go with you. He will never leave you. He will never desert you. Deuteronomy, I can't even say it, 31.6. Beautiful. He will go with you. He will never leave you. All right, next scenario. Stacy. Oh, okay. Come on up, girl. You're okay, Katie. Come on. You and your family are called to the mission field in a scary foreign country. Ooh, we've had a lot of that. Lots of people, not necessarily a scare in foreign country, but you've been called somewhere, something new. Come on up, baby. Maybe? I can't tell Sydney or Sophia. Can't see the freckles. <laughs> Tippy toes. God's peace will watch over your hearts and your minds because you belonged to Christ Jesus. What's the scripture reference, sweetie? What's it say? Do you need help? Let me see. Philippians. Philippians 4. 6 and 7. Yes. Good job. All right. Next. Oh, Seth's coming. School is being going to be so hard and so different this year. Okay, there we go. Uncertainty of what's school going to even look like. Who's got a good one to go with that? You guys are doing really great, by the way. Anybody? trying to find what I put with it. So I had 1 Peter 5, 7, 
which says, turn all your worries over to him. He cares about you. So that's when we'd read for something else, but that's okay. All right, who's next? Yes, go, Megan. A bad storm is coming that could cause a tornado. Bad storm is coming that could cause a tornado. How many of us worry about that? I've seen a lot of fear over storms since I've moved down to Tennessee. Peyton, you think you got one? The Lord is good when people are in trouble. They can go to him for safety. He takes good care of those who trust him. Nahum, that's a hard one. Nahum, Nahum or however Nahum you want to say Nahum 1 7. Good job. You can go to him for safety. Carter, you got one, bud? Yep. Will I always feel weak and scared? He's got a good one for that. Will I always feel weak and scared? You got a good one to go with it? Okay. That's fine. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great great delight in you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Zephaniah 3.9. Awesome. All right, who's next? Brandy. Kids on the bus and at school are mean to me, and it makes me afraid. Grace. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you. I trust in God. I praise his word. I trust in God. I will not be afraid. What can people do to me? Psalms 56, 3 through 4. Mm-hmm. Good. Megan, you got another one? Everyone seems to struggle loving me. God probably struggles with loving me, too. That's a big one. Who's got a good one for that? Something about God's love. (laughs) Peyton, looks like you have one. (laughs) Ah, teenagers. You got this. The Lord is good. His faithful love continues forever. It will last for all time to come. What's the scripture? Where's it from? Psalms 105. Beautiful. His love endures forever. Who else? Braxton, you ready? Everybody's pointing at you. One of your family members find out they have cancer. That's a big one. A lot of us have faced that in our lifetime. We think somebody found out they have cancer. 
Anybody? Okay. Hmm. Okay, I put Zephaniah 3.9 for this one as well. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves you. He will take great delight in you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Anybody else? I know. Any more scenarios out there? I know we're running. Jen, come on, girl. I've made some mistakes that I can't get away from. Ooh, there's a big one. Yes, Andy. Yes. <laughs> but God is faithful and fair. If we admit that we have sinned, he will forgive us our sins. He will forgive every wrong thing we have done. He will make us pure. First John 1, 9. Perfect. Alana, you got one? We don't have enough money to pay our bills. Yes, there's a big one right now, too. Don't have enough money to pay our bills. Anybody think they've got one that goes with that? The one I wrote down has already been read, and it's a huge one. Don't worry about anything. Instead, tell God about everything. Ask and pray. Give thanks to him even when you don't have the money to pay your bills. Give thanks to him. Then God's peace will watch over your hearts and your minds because you belong to Christ Jesus. God's peace can never be completely understood. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Any more scenarios out there? I'm scared about getting COVID. Okay. Scared about getting COVID. That's okay. What scripture can we combat that with? Okay. This one hasn't been read yet. Does anybody have Matthew 6? Come on, girl, get up here. <laughs> Look at the birds of the air. They don't plant or gather crops. They don't put away crops in storerooms, but your Father who is in heaven feeds them. Aren't you worth much more than they are? Good job. Matthew six twenty six. Matthew 6 is a great book to read if you struggle with worry. Just read it over and over and over again until that becomes your new mantra. All right, anybody else? Any more scenarios? All right, come on up. Job loss in a family. Okay, someone lost their job. Anybody else have Matthew 6? I've got another Matthew 6 out there. No. This one says, it's just the verse before the one I just read. It says, I tell you, 
don't worry. Don't worry about your life and what you'll eat or drink. Don't worry about your body and what you will wear. Isn't there more to life than eating? Aren't there more important things for the body than clothes? Matthew 6, 25. I think we're almost done. Does anybody have any more scenarios? Jessica. I have no idea what tomorrow holds. No idea what tomorrow holds. This is another one we've read already. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. In all your ways, remember him. Then he will make your paths smooth and straight. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. So, what is it that you just can't shake these days? Do one of those scenarios speak directly to your heart and to your mind? Because there's always going to be an answer for you in here. Now, just so you know, to find most of these verses, I googled good scriptures to deal with uncertainty. And it gave me 10 scriptures just right there. So what's so wonderful about this day and age with technology and everything, you don't even necessarily have to have your Bible memorized to be a good Christian or to deal with whatever you're facing right now. You know, look it up. Bible Gateway, you can go on your Bible Gateway app if anybody has that, and you can do a topic search. So if you're struggling in your marriage, if you're struggling with worry, if you're struggling with fear, you can put that in the Bible app, and it will bring up all sorts of scriptures for you for something to cling to other than the uncertainties of life. Jesus wants us to remember that he's here with us. We're still human. We're still going to face fear. We're still going to be worried from time to time. There's still going to be hardship. But he wants us to know, I am standing right here with you. Remember what it says in my word. Do not be afraid. Do not worry. Cast your cares on me. If you believe in me, I forgive you everything. I forgive you. So many beautiful things to free us up from the things that this life weighs down on us. Jesus wants us to do that as his people so that we can be a light for him in the world around us. So we have lots of uncertainties, right? Some good, some bad. While you were holding the envelope, did it kind of feel like Christmas a little bit? What's in here? What could it be? It can be exciting for us to live the life that we live. The unknown can be exciting. And I know that's weird, like if someone loses a job, Sierra, that's just the stupidest thing. No, I'm not going to be excited if someone in my family loses a job. Well, I just happen to know a family that this happened to very recently, and God blessed them in a mighty way. New job, more money with the new job. God is good. 
even when our circumstances aren't. He just wants us to give it to him, trust him with whatever it is. Some things don't work out well. The Klein family is very aware that sometimes cancer takes a life. Their Aunt Mary Ellen just passed away, and sometimes that's what happens. But God is still with us in those times. He wants us to open our eyes and recognize that he's there. Let's pray. Precious God, I thank you so much for these words. Straight, straight from your scripture. There's so many things that you want to do in our lives. You want to free us from. So that we can just be here for you. Shining for you. Spreading faith and hope and joy to the people around us. God, I pray for every single person in this room, Lord, that whatever it is, whatever their scenario is that they're facing right now, that they would just hand it over to you. They would let your word, your promises, your love cover it over and over again until instead of going to that place of worry, they go to you. Help us, Jesus to be the people that you need us to be right now. Thank you, Lord, for your huge love for us. And please help us to love you back with our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, please stand for the blessing. This week, may the word of God Cover all your scenarios. May they wash over it again and again so that you can move forward in faith and hope and joy.